What's happening, everybody? On today's show, kind of a quiet national signing day, but South Carolina holding out for one big name. How did a couple of Bama players fare on Tuesday at the Senior Bowl? We'll also catch up with a Kentucky DB. Those three interviews coming your way. Updates on the Bama coordinator searches and AM sets their spring game date. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. we got a lot to discuss, so let's dive right into it. Coming to you from the Senior Bowl, more on that in just a second. But first, it is National Signing Day and kind of a quiet one, right? I mean, the bulk of these classes were signed back uh, at the end of the year, and you know a lot of teams have addressed a lot of needs via the transfer portal. So kind of a quiet day, but one big name that's out there is Nicholas Harbor and Spencer Radler trying to sway him to South Carolina. He is a five-star athlete, big-time target for South Carolina, one of the top players in the country who has yet to announce his commitment, and Spencer Radler take it to social media on Tuesday tweeting out, come on home and be special. Fam Harbor uh, is the 19th overall player, the number one athlete in the country. It would be a huge addition to South Carolina's class. Six foot five, 225 pounds, ranked as the number one player from Washington, D.C. Still considering programs like Oregon and Michigan, but nearly every top program in the country has offered him at some point. And South Carolina currently sitting at 24 commitments ranking 16th nationally. They will jump up in these rankings if they can get Harbor. So we'll uh, keep an eye out for that. And, of course, we'll update you uh, later in the week on what happens there. Meanwhile, Ole Miss, they picked up a late commitment for this class on Tuesday, adding a three-star edge rusher, Chamberlain Campbell, uh, to this class. He also had offers from Auburn and Missouri, six foot six, 210 pounds. Nice pickup for Ole Miss and his, their new defense coordinator, Pete Golding. He's ranked as the number 85 edge prospect in the country. Campbell's the first defensive player in this class to commit to Ole Miss since Golding took over. So uh, that is, you know, got to think that he was handpicked by Pete Golding. Ole Miss now up to 14 commitments from the high school ranks in this class, but they are diving into the transfer portal big time. 13 transfers so far this offseason. One other uh, signing day note, Zach Arnett has uh, – been singled out as a very impressive new head coach out on the recruiting trail on Tuesday ESPN's Tom Luganbill uh, put out there that Arnett has been the country's most effective new coach from the early signing period to national signing day Uh, he said Arnett and his staff did this with the vast majority of the class not knowing who would or would not be on the coaching staff dealing in the aftermath of uh, Mike Leach's death and all that kind of stuff so a lot to uh, regroup and Zach Arnett has done a Great job there at Mississippi State. So we'll get you caught up uh, tomorrow with all the uh, finishing touches to National Signing Day. But like we said, a lot of the a lot of the legwork has been done already. 
In other news, over at Alabama, Nick Saban and company trying to replace their coordinators, and Ryan Grubb was a name that kind of surfaced uh, as a potential uh, for Alabama's offensive coordinator job. And on Monday, The Athletic reported that uh, he received an offer but decided he's going to stay at Washington as their offensive coordinator. So Ryan Grubb, take his name out of the hat uh, for the Alabama OC job. He did not receive a raise, according to the report from The Athletic. Alabama, of course, uh, trying to replace Bill O'Brien, who left to go to the New England Patriots. And uh, on the defensive side of the ball, we know they lost Pete Golding. Uh, Dennis Dodd of CBS reporting that Nick Saban has reached out to former Tennessee coach Jeremy Pruitt about the Crimson Tide's vacant defensive coordinator spot. It is believed no offer's been made as of yet, but Alabama uh, will uh, consider him for one of the top candidates um, among the people that are looking at for the D.C. job, that according to reports. So uh, we'll see on that. Earlier this week, Alabama Insider uh, reported that Todd Grantham was a viable candidate for the Alabama defensive coordinator job. So if they can't get Jeremy Pruitt, maybe their fallback option would be Todd Grantham. Grantham spent this past season as an analyst on Alabama's coaching staff after getting fired as Florida's D.C. back in 2021. Of course, he also served as the D.C. at Georgia and Mississippi State, in addition to Florida. So it's been all over the SEC. It would make a lot of sense. But Alabama fans were angry at Pete Golding. They will get very angry at Todd Grantham, I foresee. Uh, One other note on coordinators and possibly moving. Todd Munkin finishing off another interview uh, at Georgia and uh, multiple NFL teams looking at him. He completed an interview with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Tuesday. And uh, we will see if Todd Munkin decides to jump back into the NFL ranks. But sounds like he's got a lot of interest to do so. Uh, Georgia fans kind of saying, well, look, we'll be all right. We're, we've got a, a great offense and a lot of talent everywhere. So if Todd Monken moves on, we'll be just fine. But uh, we'll see. Todd Monken, where there's smoke, there's fire. And sounds like a lot of NFL teams are interested in bringing him back as an OC to the NFL ranks. So, look, you've won two national championships at Georgia back-to-back. Uh, what more can you do? Win three? Win four? We will see. Uh, and then one other note as we uh, continue around the conference, Texas A&M coming off that disappointing 2022 season. They are, um, of course, uh, hoping to take a step forward this coming year with Jimbo Fisher back. They got Connor Wegman coming back at quarterback and Bobby Petrino sliding in as the new offensive coordinator. They did set a time and date for the annual Maroon and White Spring Game. It will kick off on Saturday, April 15th at 3 p.m. Central. So if you're an Aggie fan, circle that date, Saturday, April 15th. That will be the Texas A&M Maroon and White spring game. And uh, we'll see if the Aggies can turn this thing around. It'll look a lot better in 2023. And there you have it. That's the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next... We will hear some interviews from some of the guys we caught up with at the Senior Bowl that coming your way in just a second. But first, I want to remind you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And we're really excited about them being our new sports betting partner for Locked On uh, because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports so fun and easy. You can go download FanDuel now. 
So you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads and to who will score a touchdown. It's the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. Go join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. If you haven't uh, signed up before, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We're along here, Locked On SEC, and uh, Locked On is out here at the Senior Bowl. You can get inside analysis from the hosts that cover the NFL's next generation in college and find out which NFL draft boards and what players will be climbing up those boards all in one location. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL Draft for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl uh, all this week at 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, speaking of the Senior Bowl, we are out here. We were able to catch up with some of the players uh, that played in the SEC this past year. And first up, we caught up with Alabama offensive lineman Tyler Steen, of course, transferred from Vanderbilt over to Alabama, was a starter on that O-line this year. Here was some of our conversation with Tyler Steen. Joined now by uh, Tyler Steen, Alabama offensive lineman. What was the adjustment like for you going from Vanderbilt to, to Tuscaloosa this year? What was the biggest, the hardest adjustment for you? Um, I wouldn't say there was there was too much of an adjustment. I mean, it was at the end of the day, it's you know it's college football. You're gonna do the same thing. You're gonna work out. You're gonna have uh, you're gonna be in the weight room. You're gonna be on the field running, conditioning. You're gonna have practice. You know, fall camp. So I think it was, I don't think it was too much of an adjustment. It was just you know having you know really coming in and having to prove myself and you know, getting acclimated with the new team and new teammates. So. Talk a little bit about what, I mean, was it hard adjusting with some new guys? I mean, going from, you come from Vanderbilt where you were, you know, really established on that offensive line to come in and have to just kind of, because you got to get to know everybody's tendencies around you, right? Right, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, to get to know the guys in the O-line room, um, you know, just, just, you know, obviously it's a new team. I've been at Vanderbilt for four years, so. Um, just getting the chance to do that and having to do that, um, it was a great experience. And, you know, I got to – I feel like, you know, I was able to um, just help out a lot. So, Talk a little bit about uh, Bryce Young. What did you see in him this year? How much did he grow? That sort of thing. Right. Uh, you know, Bryce is the ultimate competitor. Um, you know, the main thing about him is that he's always going to keep his composure in any situation. And that kind of – that type of, uh, you know, leadership is, uh, is really big for the rest of the team because it allows everybody else to keep the composure. And um, – you know, Bright, um, you know, obviously he's a great player and a great leader, but, you know, he's also a great person. So, you have a favorite moment from this season, you personally? Um, probably the Texas game when uh, right before that two-minute drive, he was just hyping everybody up, making sure we were all good with a smile on his face. And, yeah, we knew we, knew we were probably going to get the job done. Because so. he's not – Bryce isn't – you know, I don't know if you call him mobile, but when he's got to run, he can run, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's – I mean, Bryce is – Dangerous, you know, not only with his arms, obviously with his arms, but you know, also with his legs. So um, when you have a quarterback that could do both of that and um, has the composure that to go along with it as well, you know, you got a, a great combo. So for you, a lot of I know people are very high on you. What's the biggest thing you're hearing from people this week on what you need to work on individually for your game? Right, uh, mainly probably just technique. That's kind of like the main thing I've been hearing, um, and you know, that's. That's something that you know I, I hope I'm improving on, and and uh, something that I, I you know I'm trying to continue to improve on you know further in my career. I saw you were going up against a former couple of SEC guys, Byron Young. It had to be a little little familiarity there, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, you know, played against Tennessee a couple times, multiple times in my career. Played against 
you know, Auburn and stuff like that. So LSU. So, uh, yeah, these are guys that I've played against before. You know, obviously really good players in the conference and in, in the country. So, you know, it was a fun experience. Kyle, thanks for the time, man. Thank you. Speaking of Alabama, we also caught up with another Alabama player, a guy that a lot of folks are very high on. That's tight end Cameron Latu, who uh, we talked with him about uh, how things were going. I've made some two two very impressive catches I saw when I was out there on the practice field uh, in coverage. So uh, looked like Cameron Latu had a pretty good day. But here was our conversation with Cameron. You look so comfortable out there. What was uh, what was today like for you out there? Oh man, actually. If I look comfortable, thank you very much. But I, I got some things to work on. Um, tomorrow's going to be a better day, and I just got to tune up the little things and get unrusty. What, what's the biggest thing that they're telling you that you need to work on? Um, just calming down. Just know that like I've been here before and just just calm down. Like Just just go play football. You know how to play football. Just, just don't worry about people watching. Just go out there and play. What's this whole process like? I heard, you know, a ton of interviews last night. I mean, it put you through the ringer, huh? Absolutely. A lot of interviews. Just This is a job interview, man. Like, we're just trying to find people to fit their organization. We're trying to find a job, so that's what it is. How much did playing at Alabama, you think, kind of prepare you for something like this going up against the best of the best? Man, it, it prepared. Well, I mean, I went against Will Anderson every day. It's Dallas Turner every day. Henry Toto. There's guys on Byron Young, guys on my defense that are, that are here that help me get to where I am, so it's a blessing. Are you hearing any rumblings on, you know, kind of where you might fall, or is that kind of still up in the air? No, nah, it's in the air. I'm just trying to work every day, trying to get my my uh, my game better every day. That's it. What's your biggest strength, do you think, that you're going to take from college to the next level? Blocking, catching, inline blocking, what is it? Uh, I actually would say, like, my mentality towards the game, uh, just being mature enough to know that what's important for my body and my mind to be able to perform every day. How tough was the season, all the you know the ups and the downs? I mean, it, it didn't end the way you guys wanted it, but still finished strong with the win over Kansas State. Oh, that was our whole goal, is to finish strong as a team and show what we, what we can do as a team when we play at full strength and just when we play together. And that's what I think we did at the end of the season. What's it like to hear uh, your teammates, Bryce Young and uh, Will Anderson, I mean, a lot of talk that these guys could be the number one, number two picks in the draft this year. Oh, my guys, man. They work so hard that they deserve it. I, I'm not a surprise to me. It's interesting, uh, you know, there's some talk. I mean, if you look at mock drafts, that sort of thing. But Houston Texans just hired former Alabama linebacker D'Amico Ryans. He's head coach there. John Mechie's there. If they take Bryce with the number two pick, is that a place you might like to end up with? Wherever I go is where I go, man. I'll be blessed to be at wherever I go. Well, talk a little bit about Bryce. What did you see from him, his growth this year? Oh, matter of fact, he's just he's been the same ever since I've met him. Like, so there's really no growth. If anything's growing, it's just him being more consistent every day. That's what's growing. So I admire his work ethic, and I look up to him a lot. When Cameron Latou is not on the football field, what are you doing? Uh, probably recovering my body for when I'm on the football field. <laughs> are you not? Are you like a video game guy or what? Yeah, I play video games. Um, watch a little TV, watch a little highlights or something, something funny on TV or something. What's the last thing you watch? Impractical Jokers. <laughs> are you a fan of that? I am. Are you the prankster on the team? Nah, I'm really. I'm actually a shy guy, but not shy at the same time. Like if I know you, I'll be cool, but if I don't, I'll just be shy. All right, last thing. What's the one thing that nobody, that people may not know about Cameron Latou that you want them to know? Well, that's a secret. What you mean? Uh, I don't really know. I'm pretty much an open book. If anyone wants to know anything, they can ask me. So, Great stuff. Thanks, man. Thank you. Pro Talk. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, our conversation with Kentucky DB Keydron Smith. That's coming your way in just a sec. But first, want to remind you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. 
Built Bar, if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, you got to go try a Built Bar. We got you through the holidays, and look, it's a new year, it's a new you, you want to be starting to eat a little bit healthier, that's why you got to go try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Their bars are so delicious, you won't even think that they're good for you. Perfect for a New Year's resolution. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like the churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut, almond, all the bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. They are basically only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, a whopping 17 grams of protein packed in there, and now you don't have to wait around for a box. Of course, you can still get them at Built.com at their website, but you can also find them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, or if you're close to a Sam's Club, go run in and grab a 13-bar box with some of their hit flavors. You can thank us later. It is Built Bar. Check them out at Built.com. All right, one more segment here on Locked On SEC. And I encourage you guys, if you're a Kentucky fan or an Ole Miss fan uh, or any fan of an SEC team, uh, you might like this guy, Keydron Smith, defensive back, spent the first few years of his career playing with Ole Miss, transferred to Kentucky, and uh, had a nice year at Kentucky. And now he's trying to take his talents to the next level and impressing here out at the Senior Bowl. So here's a little bit of our conversation with Keydron Smith. Pleasure now to be joined by Kedron Smith here at the Senior Bowl and uh, you know, a little bit of the early session. What's this process been like here for you so far? I mean, it's, it's been good, man. I'm enjoying it. You know, it's fun, but, it, you know, it's long, man. Just talking to everybody every night, all the teams, and then in front of all these coaches and everything, it's a lot of pressure on you. But you got to know you out here, you've been doing this game, you know, you've been playing football all your life. So you just go ahead and just, just stay, stay focused and not let the moment get too big. What was that like? the other night because I heard, man, they, they put you through the ringer. You're meeting with a million different people. Uh, how many people did you talk with and were you just ready to hit the bed as soon as it was over? I mean, the way they have it here, it's set up pretty nice. You're only allowed to talk to 16 teams a night. So last night it was just straight 16 teams. So we, we were in there for a pretty long time. Didn't know what time it was while I was going through all the process. But by the time I laid down, it was, pre it was pretty late. But, you know, you got to we turn into professionals. So you got to do what you got to do at night and go to bed and get your sleep. What's the one thing that, that most of the teams were asking you? Uh, you know, just, they were just trying to get to know me. For, uh, just, you know, just asking me about my home and, like, where I'm from and all that stuff and, and how I see myself fitting into their scheme and, and, and what I could bring to the, to the organization. Go back to your days at Ole Miss. What, uh, what did you learn from those years, and then what, what did you take with you uh, in coming to Kentucky? Uh, just just maturing, you know, every year. And then not last year, you know, playing all those certain positions I, I was in at my senior year, it played a lot in my maturity going into on the field, going into Kentucky. So, you know, I felt myself, I, I was a leader to Kentucky. There was a lot of young guys, and, you know, I won, I won over the locker room and, and the defensive back room. What was it like getting to play for Mark Stoops and, and getting to play in that defense? Because, man, it looked like you thrived in, the, in that system. I was just a true honor. You know, a coach like Mark Stoops, you know, it's an honor I always play for him. You know, his background with defensive backs. And then Brad White, my defensive quarterback, defensive coordinator, you know, it's just he's just a wizard when it comes to plays and putting us in the right position to make plays on the field. And then my corners coach, Christopher Collins, you know, he was on me every day, man. He made me a better player out of it. You guys had such a dominant perform dominant performances all year. Y'all played Georgia better than just about anybody. What do you remember about that game? 
I mean, it was cold. I'm gonna tell you about that. I'm gonna tell you the wind was blowing. It was definitely cold, but you know, it it was a great. The crowd came out. You know, we had we had a crowd, home crowd. You know, and it's just a big game, big time game on big time TV. You know, and just I know everybody came to play, man. And that's all you can ask for. You know, everybody came with great effort, and you know. At the end of the day, you win or lose. Somebody got to lose and somebody got to win. So, you know, we played our hardest and it just didn't turn out for us. Got a couple teammates here. Chris Rodriguez is, is playing for the other team. And then, uh, what do you, what do you, uh, what's it like getting to play with some of these Kentucky guys? And what have you, have y'all talked to each other, Chris, and some of the other guys? Actually, Chris is my roommate while I'm here. So, we talk, we talking every day. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, he's not on my team, but I'm, I'm looking forward to him doing well. When he comes out here to practice, you know, I know he's going to do well, you know. You know, just do the best he can out here, you know. He, he has to do his best for him. In, in this process, you know, and I know he can do it. Give me a quick thought on what you saw from Will Levis this year. He's being talked about potentially as, you know, top quarterback in this draft. What did you see from Will throughout practice with him and all that? The ultimate teammate, ultimate leader, man. Just what you want in your in your locker room as a quarterback and off the field, you know, just a genuine guy, man. You know, you know when I was at the NFL PA game last week, he, had, he came out there and saw me. So, you know, you, you can't ask for a better quarterback than that. Just, just And his personality, too, is just, you can't ask for anything better. Last thing for you, what's the biggest thing you need to, or that people have said that you need to work on your game this week? I mean, for me, just being consistent in everything I do, getting out of my breaks, my press coverage, and then just showing my versatility out here. I'm playing corner and nickel right as of right now. So, you know, just, just staying consistent in my game and, and my effort and being and communicate, communicate while I'm out there. Kentucky DB, Keydron Smith, thanks for the time, man. You're welcome. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll have more interviews from the Senior Bowl throughout this week. Our thanks again to Kedron Smith, Cameron Latu, and Tyler Steen. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked On SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And by the way, quick reminder, if you uh, have not already, you need to go check out our Locked On College Basketball podcast. Uh, for your second listen, check them out. Locked On, a Locked on Basketball Breaking down everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from some big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you guys tomorrow.